Okay. That was fast. I know. That, although, that was only like three tries less than the first time. We live. We are full of sex. We are. And excuse the old bitch if she yawn a couple times because a nigga is tired and it's almost past my bedtime. So no, it's okay. This Juneteenth was how was your Juneteenth first? It, it, well, first and foremost, happy Juneteenth, everybody. <laughs> Wait, what's, what's the bird call on this? No, I'm, I'm I'm proud to be 100 black, be black, black, black. Let me just state that for the record before midnight hits. Um, right, I am absolutely black. Like, I'm blacker than black today. Like I yeah. was listening to everyday people, and like oh, I didn't even man. know the African just like oozed out of me. I'm like, what, what are these moves that are happening with my hips right now? <laughs> so for real, and just uh, get back to my roots real quick, right? <laughs> no, no, YouTube's good for that. No, that was um, it was a great day today. I I went for a walk. I cooked dinner. I cooked breakfast. That's good. That's good. You, you got the kids in on the blackity blackness you were spreading today. <laughs> oh, hello. 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 Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. <laughs> okay. I don't know if like I I closed the app for like two seconds and I don't know if that made a difference. But whatever. Guys, this is our first episode. Welcome to Sans Etiquette with <laughs> Tia Marie and Leah and Lily Lotus. Man. What's up, guys? <laughs> so basically, um, I don't even let me scroll up. We talked so much. Like I should have saved this in my notes to see what we were supposed to be discussing today. But first and foremost, it's Juneteenth. I don't trust this app. Hold right. on. We gotta build a level of trust first. Nice. Right, so I, I got it. I'm scrolling. I'm taking a risk. <laughs> All right, nice. so guys, we have a shit ton of topics to hit today. What's up? So first and foremost, we started with Juneteenth. How was I know that you had a little, you know, a little hiccup today, but otherwise, how did you feel proud to be black and like, you know, just embracing all that? I mean, I'm I'm not ready to jump on the bandwagon of everybody being so celebratory about Juneteenth because not everybody knows what it is. So mm-hmm. should we explain what it is since we're doing this today? Yes, definitely. So uh, first, I want to say for the record, I am 100% Cape Verdean. And for the Cape Verdeans out there that be like, we're just Portuguese. Nah, bro, we blackly black too, okay? <laughs> and, and we need to own that shit more because, yo, it, it's it's dope having melanin. I have no issues with that carrier that on my listen every single fucking day, dog. I genuinely did not understand as a kid when I moved to Brockton and there were so many K Verdean people in Brockton. I didn't, first of all, I didn't know what it was because I moved from Framingham. I had no idea what the culture was. And you were shocked, I, you? <laughs> yeah, I was shocked. Well, first, you know, because of my complexion, everyone thought I was. You're like, holy shit. Um, no, everyone was like, you know, you know, talking to me, trying to see if I was Maria's <laughs> daughter. And I was like, I don't know, Maria. I'm black. <laughs> I, are you guys, black? Like you guys look like, black? Hi, I know like 15 Marias now. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> but no, I really, I didn't understand how a lot of Cape Verdean people could be like, I'm not black when, yeah. you know, it was off the coast of Africa. So I was like, but isn't it closer to Africa than, than we are? Yeah, and no, I'm black. I don't, know what <laughs> you know? I, don't, I don't know what it is. I think it's like a whole, oh, we ain't on the mainland. So like, you know, man. Portuguese, you know, calling that, man, fuck all that shit. That, right. Yeah, we have a lot of mixed races along alongside with us, but we are 100% black. Basically, what had happened that. was is they took us all from Africa and dropped us all in little places, and now we all speak they, different languages, but we're all African. That's all that happened. Pretty much. <laughs> and well, Dave Chappelle, now everybody just gonna be beige. <laughs> but I will say, I will say, you know, you know, Lily said her race. I am black. I do not go by African American. This is not no Raven Simone shit. But I will say, <laughs> I will say that. The reason I do not go by African American is because I am I have never been to Africa. I know I have African ancestry, mm-hmm. but when I looked up the first Supreme Woman Supreme Court justice, I don't know if it was the first or maybe the current. I can't remember what I was looking it up for, but it was a white woman from South Africa and she was considered African American. And to me, that was kind of insulting because it was like, mm. well, that makes sense. She's from Africa. She moved to Af- she moved to America, you know, so she's African-American. That means I'm just black American because I didn't move nowhere. I was born here. My ancestors were forced here. We're American. I, so I don't really like the term. So I consider myself black. But I'm also very light skinned. So a lot of people don't feel like I have the right to say that. Like I'm too light skinned to say that shit. But. Of course, yeah, that's how I feel about it. So <laughs> what the hell? All, all shades, all hues, bro. We all beautiful. Yeah. Oh well, we're gonna talk about that throughout uh, the series of our podcast. Like, this is probably going to be the blackest, most parenting, <laughs> most oddly <Really>? like <laughs> yes. Like, we're gonna talk about everything there is to talk about, and we'll get to colorism in our community. Definitely. But I think today we should like start with baby um, steps, girl. Don't skip baby steps, right? <laughs> Let's just. Um, I don't have the exact dates, but I do know that Juneteenth basically started from slaves not knowing that they were free for two years. It was basically when the military came and told slaves that they were free in a certain state. I cannot remember. Like I think it was Kentucky or. One of them ignorant ass states where they just what? let black people keep how working the for free. Way, dog. How is oh, that I have like right the last here. thing on your to do list? Like, how right, the fuck like, is that the last thing you think of? To oh shit, that was like from two years ago. I I better get to that memo. What the? I'm fuck? gonna break it down. I'm gonna break it down because like Abraham Lincoln said, "Hey, let all y'all niggas go. Not we will pay you about like I think they paid them a million dollars, which would be worth three hundred million dollars in this time because I heard that on." somebody's explanation of Juneteenth and what happened, but they paid them a million dollars to sell, to free all of their slaves. So not the workers who built the fucking country, but the slave owners, they paid them to let us go. And then in some places they took the money and was just like, "Mm, we ain't going to tell the niggas though. So that's what happened. (laughs) Yo, what the fuck? What the (laughs) fuck? Juneteenth, June 19th. It's an annual. Like, that's such an ugly thing. Oh, man. Uh, hello? Uh oh. 
Got some technical difficulties here, folks. Technical? Am I? I'm, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I think. Oh, you here? You here? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so basically, it just commemorates the day where they let people free from slavery two years after they were already free from slavery. So we it's celebrate. Jip a nigga, right? Like, damn. Right. This, so today we're not celebrating being free. We're celebrating being free-ish. And because <laughs> we're still struggling with the same bullshit. Absolutely. Look, look at the news. Turn on the news, bro. Like, straight up. So I guess, like, um, one of the first things on our list was George Floyd. Yeah. And it has been a couple of weeks and things have died down and the protests have died down. And I guess that man, because uh, rest in peace. Watching that absolutely. video took, took the spirit out of me, dog, to be honest. I did not watch it. I was one of those kids that had to get escorted out of the library in West Junior High when they oh. were showing us all the segregation videos. Dude, seriously. Oh, man. I went to West yeah. uh, I was in uh, Jade, so we, we seen a lot of shit over there. So yes, I, I was in Gold Cluster Boot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they they showed <laughs> us graphic videos of being, people being hosed and the dogs yeah. being st- stuck on, like, peaceful yeah. protesters. Yeah. And so... I've always had an issue watching the videos. I watched, I think, um, uh, I can't even remember. I think I, I watched Philando Castile's and that was probably the last one. I was just like, I cannot do this anymore. I can't do it to myself. It takes so much from you to watch. It, it does. And then yeah. you have to go to work when work with white people and be nice to white people and have white people say ignorant shit to you and you can't just <laughs> snap their fucking necks. Like, I just be leaving the way for him, bro. I just be walking off. I'm like, yo, I, I can't do this. I'm gonna go eat my sandwich in the car. Like, I can't. Right. Like, I, I because if I don't, I, I'm going to shove my sandwich up your ass, and nobody wants that because I want my sandwich, and you probably don't. You want an assless, you know, sandwich just uh, sandwichless ass. So yeah, I'm sure. No, I'm gonna go sit in my car. I'm gonna relax, decompress, listen to some Dodds Effect, and eat my fucking ham sandwich. And I got my my business. Like I, I but I'd be like thinking, especially because like you know it worked alongside Trump supporters. So it's like, dude, how dare you? How dare you? Ugh. It's like uh, some Jedi shit. Like you just be looking at it's the dark so side. Like how bad. could you? How could you? <laughs> it's it's and, simple, actually. It does something to you logically. You just feel like uh, ill PTSD. After a while, it's right. I was just saying to somebody that, you know, it takes it makes it hard to be a human when you're constantly trying to explain something to someone that shouldn't be hard to explain. No, like, it's like a, it's such logic. It's such simple math, my nigga. You're like, yo, oh, a one plus one. And they're like, and the five. You're like, no, 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 no. no. It's, a, it's but one. Wait, plus like, bring one. it back here because we only had one over here and one over there. <laughs> And you're like, can we, they're like, can we add another one? Can we, can we carry the five? Like, you're like, yo, you're adding shit to it. That doesn't need to, all lives matter. Like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Nobody asked you. Nobody asked you. You know, now that the protests are dying down and like, we aren't so much seeing everything be so like in your face about Black Lives Matter. They're still doing stuff and passing laws, supposedly. Yes. But we're also seeing... Uh, a lot of strange fruit hanging around the U.S. in the form of black men from trees, and I'm not sure why it's not being discussed more, or why they why they're ruling them as suicides because 
I'm how? Like, how? I don't know who's going to hear this. I don't know if anyone's going to listen to this, but I'm going to say it because black people don't fucking hang themselves. So I just want to be clear. Don't. They don't. This is like that whole, oh, sprinkle some crack on them and get out of here thing. Like, yeah, absolutely. What the, who shoots themselves and then sprinkles crack on themselves? Like, this is like I'm, the same analogy. I swear. Like, I'm literally no. scared to go away for my birthday. Like, I was gonna, I had a plane ticket and I was just going to go away by myself for my 30th birthday. Too but many you know people what? are going missing. It's, it's exactly. like very scary right now for us brown folks. Like, I shouldn't be scared to go to the fucking gas station down the street. But I'll be honest, I am. Went to the gas station a few towns over and it's like pumping the gas and I look behind me and almost every single white person masked up looking at me. I'm like, right, are y'all yeah. looking at me because you think I'm about to do something or like, are y'all all about to sync up like on some hive mentality <laughs> and just whoop my fucking ass? If so, let me let me put some music on because I want to get my ass beat to a soundtrack and shit. Like, I mean, at the <laughs> same time, like I've always said that I feel like God has blessed me to not be put in positions where I could murder somebody Absolutely. because I will, especially like, on I'm, some race shit. Like with yeah, that video of that, that's that not the way that I'm gonna die. That girl, oh, yep. that video was incredible. She's my hero. I was like, you if better I'm, slap her. You better get care. If I'm gonna go out, it's not gonna be from a racist. Like you're not gonna get to take my life, sir. <laughs> like, yeah. like that. I had think that like some superhuman strength is gonna kick in. I'm <laughs> praying to God because that's just how I feel about shit like that. No, I like, know my no superhuman way. strength will kick it. Like my parents are Me African, too. like that. Uh, so I will. I will understand why y'all are afraid of pocket, us, bro. Because it, we we don't have superhuman strength. There's we're yeah. not stronger than y'all. We're, our bones aren't more dense. We don't feel pain less yeah. than y'all. You know what happens when we get angry or fearful? The fear of our ancestors kicks in because you've been fucking murdering us for our whole lives for no so, reason. No, I'm, I'm sure you are scared of us when you're armed oh, with yeah. tasers and guns and batons we're and threat. we're fighting back. Yeah, how, I'm sure. How is my breathing sitting here living a threat to you? And you feel like you got to call the police and like fabricate shit. I'm so glad we have phones now that like people can <sighs> film these people like, you know, freaking out and being like, I'm being attacked. Uh, please hurry up. Come up. I've been watching so many videos like that, you know, through my timeline. And I'm like disgusted, disgusted. Disgusted with people's being like, how dare you, dog? How dare yeah. you, man? This behavior is so nasty. It feels, and it's just so hard because, like, my babies, we have black sons, like, and I'm just nervous, for like, them. for them. Future they're they're stepping into, and they're already scared. My son's like, all right, like, I guess if police try to shoot me and my cousins, rap. I'm gonna stand up for everybody and like I thought it was sweet that he said that because that means like he got like automatically he's on some hero mentality type shit but it just made me sad that he even thought that he has to feel that, that he has yeah. to feel that like all prep for that mentally and it's like oh I can't I could say what I want but I can't even save you from that right now because it's everywhere it's on the news Sis, the newspapers, on the radio almost I almost said the word racism in their town hall meeting when Sesame address Sesame Street addressed uh, racism and what was going on in the world and I just burst into tears be hearing the word racism come out of Elmo's mouth because Never there's absolutely no reason to hear the word racism come out of Elmo's mouth. Fun fact uh, Sesame Street is has so many diverse characters and it's oh, to, like place in New York and it's supposed to like shine a light on every single person's life 
whether they have like a mental health issue or they're homeless or some, something along those lines, uh, any type of issue that they have. Uh, Sesame Street is always showing the light on that. So shout out to Sesame Street for being the best show on uh, public really channel are. alongside Zoom. Zoom was lit. Shout, out, so shout out to Zoom. <laughs> And Gullah Gullah Island. Yeah, because, Gullah Gullah. For real. That I learned shit a lot of life was lessons. lit. Okay. <laughs> I learned, I learned how to weave Another a basket. Show that was black and black. Did, did Barney teach y'all how to weave a basket, bitch? Did Lamb Chop teach you how to weave a basket, bitch? Nah, no. Nigga. Nah. None of these bitches. Allegra no. was not teaching y'all, as told by Ginger, Please. was not teaching y'all, bro. Allegra <laughs> was digging up rutabagas. Okay. We were, they wasn't even real. <laughs> telling our age. We're really <laughs> talking about Allegra and Lamb Chop, nigga. <laughs> Edit, edit, nigga, cut, yo. Gosh, we're actually 19, guys. We, <laughs> we are. Just, just we're fresh young chickens. <laughs> exactly, right, right. <laughs> As we tuck our kids in. Uh, <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. I know, I didn't mean to, like, age us like that, but no bullshit. <laughs> Gullah Gullah Island was so good that I bought the first season for tuck for my son when we yo, were older. Not for nothing. Went to City Trend like months ago. You know what I found, nigga? Living single, first season, DVD, oh, dog. I felt so black and black. I was watching that shit earlier while I was getting ready. I felt I, I felt that show because, dude, everybody in that show was fucking successful in some way or fashion. And I, I love that. That was highlighted for television in the 90s. It was like... It really uh, was. It was. It was such a phenomenal show. And like, I mean, like you would really love Insecure because yes, that is... That's our that's our little like girlfriends because we had girlfriends, but we also still were not in the age bracket of girlfriends. Like they were still 27, 30 year old women on that show. We were like young trying to understand. It was like our what the fuck they were going through, right? It was our sex in the city. It was like the closest we were going to get to like understand. Well, speaking of childhood things, (laughs) I guess we can go into fucking Dave Chappelle because, you know, he's been around our whole lives. Like I my first introduction to Dave Chappelle was I think the nutty professor but then my <laughs> uncle showed me half-baked awesome. yeah. and like that is my first of all that is my go-to Shout high movie out, dog. like let's give this man his roses while he's still <laughs> here he's my yeah. fucking hero round of applause oh my, my god my wait I, humor there, around this man I swear to god damn it do you have like the controls on your side is there a round of applause button on your side I feel like there is I, I couldn't even I wouldn't even be able you know to what we're, we're gonna work on that we're gonna work on that we're gonna get some sound effects in here for y'all I, we love y'all promise we'll, 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 we'll get you we'll, we'll hook y'all up but so yeah, we'll get it together. <laughs> so he uh he's amazing. He just Definitely. really is brilliant. He probably brilliant summed up he summed up how I think maybe the black world and like anyone who is standing with us feels perfectly. And he gave us so many analogies. And there was just so many ways to explain how this is all fucked up and y'all still not gonna get it so eloquently so brilliantly so hilariously explained and you know what's funny like my closest white friends the ones that are down from high school right if Mm -hmm. they watched Dave Chappelle I knew there was cool as shit like I knew if we had a revolution one day they'd be there by our side they were allies if any right and because and like (laughs) but you know what I still weeded them out because I'm like all right 
if they watch Dave Chappelle and they laugh at the nigger family, but are they laughing at the <laughs> nigger family in this way? Or, or are they laughing, laughing at, at it in this way? <laughs> yes, exactly. You know, are you laughing at the fact that this is ridiculous and he's showing you how ridiculous it is to be either offended by this word or to use it in an offensive way? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you understood it in that way, you was my nigga. But like, <laughs> we took the word back, bro. I don't give a fuck, okay? Right, Words don't control absolutely. us, not anymore, okay? I say okay. it too much to try and act like I'm ever going to stop or you know, I just can't act like I'm not going to stop. Ever. And it, Everything's a nigga or a bitch. Yo, for real, I called the seatbelt the nigga the other day. I was like, nigga, if me you don't get on me. <laughs> trying to save my life here. Get on. Damn. Fucking knife slipped out my hand doing the dishes. I was like, this nigga don't want to get washed. Get yeah, over here. What are you doing? Don't want to <laughs> I swear to God, I said that to dishes too. What the fuck? <laughs> That's what we get for watching Dave Chappelle like way too. Exactly. Like, you know, we're not really the way that we're like, holy shit. That's why we're like so brilliant. I, I gotta be honest, we're like some pretty smart women. So I feel like because of that, it, it's all due to Dave. He's like, he's opened my mind in a way that I've seen politics kind of differently, kind of in the way that Trevor Noah does. Like he has like the same yes. parts that Dave Chappelle does, like in the way that he, you know, gets the information out to the people in like the most you know simplistic but you know to the point way like like he said who what when where how he gets to the facts it was me and bob mm-hmm. it was that safe way and the nigga bob said this now punch that nigga and i broke out he's absolutely correct about that he's like one of those dudes that i like that he just he just states the facts and right. it's whether you like it or not but it's a hundred percent factual like you gotta be like hmm this man got a point or I've seen that happen before. Like when he was like, you ever have something happen to you that was so racist and you, it was just so blatant. You're like, yo, that was fucking, that was fucking racist. Like that happened to me before. Where I was like, yo, that was, that was fucking racist. And it was like in a work setting or around a bunch of white folks. And I'm like, yeah. yo, that was fucking racist. Holy I shit. mean, like the, the most, I mean, I'm proud. They probably have there's so many things actually that was just like that went over my head because I'm such a nice person that I'm just not even thinking it thinking of it in that way because one I don't care and two you're not being blatantly racist in my face so you don't have the balls to offend me so I'm not going to get offended like so I it it goes over my head I think sometimes like I remember one time I was like 22 and this is when the twerking craze was just oh, out of here yes. fucking was Miley was twerking her fucking ages. back off yeah, okay? you remember tip drill on BET nigga yeah they have no idea so the, you know when Miley came out twerking in her little you know onesie and before she went all crazy and was twerking on Robin Thicke <laughs> they, my manager who happened to be a white woman in this like detox center that I was working in asked me if I knew how to twerk and I was like oh I think so <laughs> you know not even thinking about it because you know I'm 21 and I am having fun and I you know I do know how to twerk I am having fun she asked me but if I could teach her, her but why did you come ask me why gotta be you? And wait, the wait, let's, like, what let's the fuck? focus. Well, there were two young people in here. The other one was very, very quiet. So you, why did you come ask me? You asked me because I'm black, and like I know Miley's white. So I think that in my brain, I was just like, you know what? This is harmless. Let me do these white women a favor. But as the day went on, it bothered me 
that I even that I even like let it go over my head. And there's so many things that we let go over our head because there's so many bigger things that we could be mad about. Exactly. And I'm tired of doing that shit too. And, so I'm just tired like, of all of it. You're like, uh, will anybody even hear me if I do say something about it? Yes. And I'm light-skinned. So I'm, I promise you, I've gone through it so many times where they've been like, you don't get it because you're light-skinned. Where when I say something, it's like, yeah, but you don't, it doesn't matter. So like, I swear to God, I, honestly, people got like a built-in meter in their head. Like they, they got a hue meter. They're like, ah, uh, let me see, dark enough to hear that or exactly. light enough to handle that. Like it's really so, fucked up. It's, it's like a traumatic thing that I do to myself where I'm just like, I'm not even going to say nothing about that because I don't think that they'll even hear me because I'm not black enough to do that. And I'm not for nothing. Like I enjoy the white, the category whitest things in the world. So I get things. It's like, I really do. Like I love SNL. I love fucking, I, I, I sing 2000s pop rock to my child to sleep. Like, there's not a day that he doesn't get some char- good Charlotte or some fucking fallout boy. Like, <laughs> you're better than me. I'll be looking at my son like, oh, you want me to sing you tonight? You are my fire. I swear to God, bro. There ain't no <laughs> they bedtime get the story. They definitely get the, the uh, NSYNC because I was not a Backstreet <laughs> fan, but I do like that one. That one is just all. inevitable. I if you're a them. 90s kid, you got to. I was not biased. I love them all. They got O-Town. They got all these motherfuckers. Nah. I definitely, you know, with my oldest, God must have sent, uh, spent a little more time on you was my shit to sing this. If you didn't cry to that, you have no right. Let's just get <laughs> that like out. like seven years old. Yeah, like. yo, for real. <laughs> Busting out tears. You're like, Justin, you're speaking right to my little preteen soul. I swear to God, Justin, too late. But mm. I, you know, while we're still on Dave, I do, I'm really... I'm proud of how he handled that segment that he did on YouTube called oh, 846. Yes. The, like one of the big, like four of the biggest things that stood out to me about it was one that he was born at 846 AM. And so that time of death, like the time that it took for this man to die and for the life to leave his body because someone forced it to affected him in that way because he was born at that time. Yeah, it holds significance, and, but it's like with a negative connotation that follows. Right. Him. Like now it's just like, oh. Yeah, like, it's like a tainted number to him now. So what was supposed to be something that was, you know, joyous at, at some point in time, it was his birth. But now it's like now it's, I you just so think about it more. Something so dark. Yeah. It's and so something so dark. I just I thought that it was a good way to, you know, incorporate how you feel as a black man connecting to another black man who just yeah. lost his life as well because we're all one in the same since this can happen to anybody and then I loved how he talked about you know saying that I forget who he said was the one of the only black people to go to the White House but he corrected himself and he found out that his uh, great-grandfather David Chappelle or who who he was named after yes. went to the White House and it's just like and he went there to go speak about race relations like full circle it's just full circle full so, circle. you know that that was a big one and t- when he talked about the police the black police officer that went on a rampage and went and killed someone and how they went and hunt- hunted him down and they made sure he 
was dead and you know they they had their own little ride of their own to you know he he made it go full circle again and then the last part that really sat with me was just like I mean it didn't sit it didn't you know it didn't stick to my bones or nothing but I didn't really give a fuck what Ja Rule had to say. He was absolutely <laughs> right. <laughs> no, seriously. seriously. Did you see the comment section on YouTube under that Dave Chappelle video? No, literally, Somebody was like, I don't get it. What does Ja Rule have to do with this? And we're like, everybody's like, no, they no. don't know the inside joke. How do you not know? You got to be like a true, true fan. But it's like, even if you're like a blase fan, you know what the fuck that means. Like, who can fuck with Ja Rule thinks at a time like this? didn't know what it Man, do you give a fuck what Jaru has to say right now? Although he said something very insightful, he said that the colorism <laughs> has to stop, and I totally agree with you, Jaru. But I was not thinking about what you had to say at all. If we're gonna be real, so I totally get that. Yeah, yeah I mean, Jaru gave us some hits though, so we gotta. What's my motherfucking name? Are you Ellie? How many? How many people found out that she was spelling his name? Nobody. Listen. No fucking body up until recently. I didn't People know that until I was about 28 years old, I tell you. Yeah, yo, this is a dope-ass birthday gift. Whoa. Way to change my whole childhood. I thought he was saying, are you ready? Like, yo, and I was. So, you know, I, I was ready. I was like, yo, I'm ready, rule. Let's go. Dad. Like, get her back. Yeah. Shanti, let's go. Like, where are we going? I love Ja Rule, though. He had, he had some motherfucking hits. That song, that song thug Thug Lovin', I think it was, with Bobby Brown. Was Bobby Brown. Don't you get me started. I yeah, don't let me not Bobby get Brown. you started on Bobby Brown. We know you. I love it, so Bobby Brown. It's, Bye it's your prerogative, sis. Don't worry about it. I love you, Bobby. I love you, Bobby. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love him so much. It'll it never change. Drink called Whitney. Did you no. hear about that shit? A lot of people are tripping on that. Don't drink it. No, I didn't hear that. Oh, but man. I also... Did you see Bobby Brown's new teeth? I'm not happy with them. Like, I want... I oh, want him. I want his old one. Yo, I yo, do you watch Black Ink? Because I'm I'm about to go off on a tangent real quick. Because I did something in my uh, quarantine boredom that never got answered, and I'm still super curious. I have like a few questions that have no answer that I'm probably gonna ask tonight. (laughs) Oh, we we on a side mission right now, so so side mission. 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 But guess what, y'all? Because we we need a little we need a little happiness in our lives (laughs) these days. In between this nonsense. uh, To answer your question, though, I haven't watched Black and Crew in quite some time, but I have watched it before, so I know C's. So you know C's, okay? Yes, definitely. I know all about him and Duchess. Almost having a heart I attack. I was watching old. <laughs> this stupid bitch did not have a heart attack. Anywho, like my heart. She literally just lost her chapstick and her lip bust, and she had no idea that that could happen, no, even though it happens playing. every time. But anywho, so um, Carmax is uh, spend, uh, sponsoring this entire podcast. I asked. <laughs> I was just sitting there watching old episodes. Then I started watching new episodes, and then I saw his new teeth, and I was like. I'm gonna ask them why. Though? Do you miss chewing with your old teeth? Yo, that's like a real life question I got for I'm a lot dead of ass curious here. because like mm-hmm. there's a certain way you chew. And I know even after I get my teeth cleaned or a cavity filled, like my mouth feels weird. So you have a whole new set of chicklets. <laughs> How does it feel to chew? 
Yo, you're I calling chicklets. I hate you. Um, how are you eating with that horse teeth? That's what I be thinking. Yes, like, like enough for nothing. How I've often do you bite your tongue? For years, so like I'm a huge YouTube person. I love watching that shit. I'll get ready watching that shit. It's a lot of people I'm subscribed to. I've been subscribed to forever. Okay, so most of them are beauty gurus. Why do all of these bitches have like fucking? fucking flippers in like they look like the little pageant girls like with fake teeth like they just fucking fucking click that bitch in and go to work nigga like that's what it looked like and it's just it's not appealing or attractive they all get the botox and it just all looks like trash but i i had to ask ask him he never answered my message and it was a legit (laughs) ask question like i wasn't trying to be funny like i legit dm'd him one night and was just like do you miss chewing with your old teeth I can't stand you, my nigga. But that See, is amazing. I applaud you for that. That was, that was brave. But, <laughs> well, I don't know. Back on, track. <laughs> back on track here. So, I mean, I guess since all of, I mean, there's the protests aren't over, but I never really called any of the people who were fucking shit up rioters anyway, because mm-hmm. to me, that's a form of protesting. It is. It's the when voice I, of the unheard. What do you mean? that's how we start talking when when you piss us off enough you know what i mean our ancestors were shitting on for so long that we're like yo we're pissed for them but guess what you ain't about to hose me bro that's what it feels like it's like now we're like yo you ain't about to hose me my nigga go ahead try get your german shepherd over here because i got a few (laughs) pistols in the back i'm gonna open these cages up like mike vick fuck with it fuck with it i i made an analogy that was like all right so if you've ever been mad enough to say the phrase, I'll knock all this shit over. I'm like, I'm like, oh, she's shaking the table. She's about to knock right. all this shit over, nigga. If you're mad enough to say that and you understand the phrase, I'll knock all this shit over, mm-hmm. then you know that once you're ready to knock shit over, you're not ready to listen no more. There's no talking to you. There's no reasoning with you. So let them knock some shit over until they calm down enough so you can talk. Because they're not listening that table that was there was for negotiation and now that like negotiation is going nowhere and it's like we're literally like talking to brick walls it's like all right flip the fucking table over nigga. flip it over Teresa. you don't watch housewives i'm sorry but yes flip it over tree no i know Teresa. She, she got that fucking small ass forehead i know this bitch she's always in the news yo her forehead is like somebody erased her hairline and just left it right there <laughs> i'm just trying to figure out why god leave left her unfinished like this i mean yo, i love I love tree. I love me some drinking. <laughs> but um uh, yo, we'll, we'll get on that. I, I gotta get get hit to that show so we can talk. Yo, you now is the time to binge my nigga. Fact, I have watched so many Housewives franchises. Like we're gonna get into white faves we had to cancel later on it, like in a few seconds. Ooh. But I have watched Vanderpump Rules. I have watched The Real Housewives of uh, Orange County, Dallas, uh, Beverly Hills, I didn't even know they had a show. No, nigga, I have watched them all. Holy shit. And my brain is dead. <laughs> and I'm waiting for the next season. I am Bravo Andy. I am Bravo Andy. I'd be like, why you ain't asking this question, Andy? You're not asking the right questions, Andy. Let me call a clubhouse. But anywho. Um, <laughs> Like, I love Andy Cohen though. He's always so cool. I love him. him. Happy Pride. Well, how did that feel, Mimi? And she's like, I I said what I said. And he's like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, okay, Phaedra. (laughs) And then it's like, okay. 
So we're moving yeah. on. All right. Oh, it's so good. It's and I I can't stand it's it. This is race related too. I can't stand how people be like, oh, it's exploiting black people. It's exploiting black women, and it's like. Yo, if you really sit and watch the other Housewife franchises, they are literally just as lit, just as loud, just as ghetto. They're just, just rich, white. Just as and not, and you just don't that. hear the white women talking about, oh, they, they're making our whole entire race look bad. Nah, because they understand that's a certain set of people, not even just women. Like, people act like that. Like, And, and might I add that, like, you know, th- these women, like NeNe Leakes and stuff like that, like, Kenya, they all are from Atlanta, which is like a city that is like so rich with with black right. excellence. Can we talk yeah. about that shit for a sec? It's, like uh, that is shout out to the ATL. Like, you know, they they got, you know, black culture on lock. You know, anytime I watch any Tyler Perry movie says, I'm, I'm like blown away. I'm like, oh Atlanta's fucking beautiful. Like everybody like, down there's thriving. They got their own business. I mean I wanted to, I went to college for mass communications. I used to want to be free from 106 and Park. I used to want to be in movies oh and God, I like love produce them. stuff and write scripts and shit. So when I heard you know, about the Tyler Perry Martinez, bro. <laughs> Listen, yo, this is, we are, that's what we're doing right now. We're free and Angie right now. We're doing it right now. <laughs> Don't make me start thinking if I could go. Uh, if I could go, which no, that was my shit. That was I a good song. Angie wrote that. And, and I forgot she wrote that song. On my unpopular opinion, that song was kind of lit. I don't know. That was a dope ass song. song what you that song was dope. <laughs> she had bars. I feel like, <laughs> but yeah, no, no, we're not going to talk about Lumi D. We're not going to get on that subject. Not yet. Oh, I loved Lumi D. Listen. Uh oh, sis. Uh oh, it was like a summer, and it still is. It's still slow. It was the you know easiest I mean? thing to sing along with. I appreciated Lumi D. I For needed real. a voice like Lumi D to sing along with. Like, My slow <laughs> laugh was like, ah, ah. Uh, uh, no problem. No problem. I was like, oh, I know all the lyrics. This is easy. So my high ass went on a tangent, and I have no idea where I was going with this. But um, we were talking about uh. Oh, Tyler Perry Studios. Yeah, I was ready to send the boys to their daddies and go on ahead to Tyler Perry Studios. Like, give me a job. Make I'll do whatever you want. Make my dreams crying. come true. <laughs> start singing like <laughs> Tiffany Evans, nigga. Father, can you hear me? Yo. I'm more of a promise oh. ring, Tiffany Evans, but... I, 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 no, I respect <laughs> that. I respect that, though. That was a good era. That was a good era. It oh, was a man. good era. I, I miss music from that time. I really do. And shout out yeah, to anybody who misses being like 16 and, you know, in the 2000s and share it with I miss 2000s R&B. I am so sick of hearing this pussy music. I am Yo, so sick I'm, of I'm it. I'm tired of hearing about people's dicks, man. Like Tory Lanez, yeah. not, not for nothing. The man has a wonderful voice, but I'm, I'm tired of hearing about that. I just feel like his dick probably looks like his head and I'm all sad. Oh, sis, shots fired. I don't know if that was fireworks or shots, but damn, Tory Lanez would be hurt if he heard that. But I love Tory Lanez as a person. I just am tired of hearing about his dick personally. After all I've been through in like personal life, I do not want to see no more genitals. I was all set. I I wasn't interested in seeing any new dicks. And I also have a like old genital phobia. So I was like, okay, let me just pick a dick to get old with so that I can just (laughs) deal with this old dick and balls. But... (laughs) Yo, oh, not for no. nothing, but like almost every song is like that. Now so convoluted with uh, such, you know, lewd sexual. There's no like innuendos. 
No, it's, it's literally the Piss On You remix. Like, it's so crude. Like, I was listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire earlier today on Juneteenth, and um, it was uh, what was that song? Damn. I cannot think of that song, but it's like Love from Earth One and Fire Gap Band. Shout out, shout out to them. Was, I know I love the Gap Band. It was making some hits too. Uh, love, I cannot think them. of that song, but it was like it was so like oh god. I have to try and Google it. I don't want to like lose sound though. Hold on. <laughs> the nostalgia on there is just crazy amazing when i listen to music like that it just it makes me want to fall in love i'm like damn i, I want a valentine nigga i want to oh i got it okay. somebody's ashy ass son like come on man yes <laughs> i feel the same way like okay so it was let's groove tonight right oh, and that's um you're not gonna sing a little bit damn come on give them what they want no sir so he says just move Ooh. yourself Ooh. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes right 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 then he goes in line like a 747 so basically he is like saying like you know slide your ass up over here <laughs> slide it down girl you and know? then he goes let me tell you what you can do with my love right Ooh. and then he's saying come handle this dick but no, he's not, not being. You listen to these songs as adults. You're like, oh, I understand what they're saying now. Y'all listening to As Yet last night. You know, last night, last night, last yes. night. Y'all listening and to even that, that was like their their raunchier R and B, but it was still oh hidden. Yo, I was. It was hidden, but like in a way that I was like, yo, he about to explode inside her. Ch ch nigga. <laughs> He hitting no see in the clouds. Like, you know, this is how babies white. are made. These niggas are talking about how they're in heaven, being in some bitch's pussy, like it's crazy. <laughs> it's like, yo, this this is wild, dog. Being an adult listening to this shit. You're yo. like, I understand. I understand. I just I I we are off track, but I don't care because I really needed to just get it off my chest that yo, I'm tired real. of There's hearing. Some things we gotta get out. Okay. And honestly, I haven't potted in forever, so they, we gonna be on tangents until we done, my nigga. Basically, I'm here for the long. So, <laughs> all right. So, okay. So I was saying, I guess the riots. Like, you, there's no, there was no talking to nobody. But when I heard about the word riot, like I automatically thought of like you know, like a jail riot. Like they're not really protesting any. I mean, I guess they have unjust things in jail, but when riots break out, it's more of a let's cause a commotion so I can stab this guy over here. So that's that, not what I was thinking. I, I didn't think it would be like fucking uh, Jermaine Jackson's video for Dynamite, nigga. I didn't think it was going to be like so that. fucking annoying. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not even, you know, shocked that you know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I do because I'm like a fucking nerd. And once I get into something, like I... <laughs> I was watching Shaws of Sunset, another Bravo show, and one of yeah. the original castmates has a baby with Jermaine Jackson's son. And so I was like, does Jermaine Jackson got into singles? And he does. So that's how I stumbled upon that fucking doozy that you just mentioned. Yo, <laughs> like, man, that's a classic, yo. I'm not, not to show my age or nothing, but like my dad, he had some fucking vinyls. He had some hits, dog. Not, it's not even showing our age. Yeah, we grew up in such a weird era where yeah, we, we did, had where, like, like everything was mixed in. Like we had Sinead O'Connor like, mixed with like fucking Kid Rock. Not even just that, but you know, we had like records mixed with cassette tapes, and cassette tapes turned into CDs, and CDs became MP3s, and then MP3s became streams. And it's just like 
it moved so fast for us. We don't know how like, old we are. <laughs> Yo, seriously, no. I'm talking about like, hey, AJ, nothing but a number. Anyway, yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get on to R. Kelly in another episode. So stay tuned for that. Oh God, we will talk about him and motherfucking Marcus Houston. I can't. We gotta we gotta dedicate a whole segment to that. You, I just heard about Marcus Houston and his little child girlfriend. Weird, weird. I can't have nothing from my childhood. Mm -hmm. I literally, yo, like I can't. I can't have circle no more. Circle was amazing. I can't have all because of you. You know how many teenage tears I've cried to fucking circle. And now, and now I can't just take the moment that Marcus Houston pointed me out in a crowd and sang to me as a moment of like, oh, he was just doing something for a fan. That could have been real creepy for me at some point. Like now, I don't know how to think anymore because I cherish that motherfucking memory. You're like, I gotta hold that memory. Like a baby with a dirty diaper. I can't hold it close anymore. I just gotta look at it from afar, I guess. I mean, like, since we've been, you know, discussing starting our podcast, so many other Black people have died at the hands of police. Like, there's just so much to go on on that topic that we can spread it out for our entirety of our podcast, like, history. So we're just gonna, we can step away from that. And um, I guess we can start on, like, the white faves that I have to say goodbye to. Um, and I'm not sure if they're your white faves. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not too sad, though. I'm not. <laughs> She's like, I shed, I shed one white tear, and that was about it. Yeah, that was about fucking it. That, the, and then I had a shot of Hennessy and got back to my nigga ways. So. <laughs> Please. Well, I can't handle Hennessy, so I might have a little white and more white in me than I know. <laughs> or maybe more yeah, Hispanic really. in me because... I, tequila is my friend, homie. Like that is the only thing I can handle. Yeah, like but... that should go down so smooth, bro. So, so smooth. smooth. <laughs> so smooth. But uh, I am the biggest Harry Potter fan. I don't love some HP. Come on, dog. I've always wanted to like ball on my fucking forehead, dog. I started. Uh, uh, <laughs> I I started a mural on my. I guess it's my right side. Yeah, on my right rib cage. And it has the uh, Deathly Hollow symbol. So that's the first one. So I have a symbol. Well, that's the first one. I'm about to get another one. And I haven't decided whether I want the Marooders map steps up my ribcage or if I want um, something. I don't even know if this is the thing. I don't know if I want anything that J.K. Rowling wrote on my body. Ah, yeah, no, we'll get on to you know. So I'm just really we're about to we're We're about to tackle this bitch. I I love it. Makes me so mad. I love my childhood, bro. You know, I'm trying to play that shit on ABC Family on the weekends, nigga. (laughs) I had no homework, dog. I just stayed home and watched Harry Potter marathons, nigga. Yo, so this shit hits deep for me because I didn't read very well in the fourth grade and I was I think I was at like maybe a first grade reading level in the fourth grade and they were gonna keep me back so my mother was trying to find things that would make me motivated and so 
she got Harry Potter because I've always been obsessed with witchcraft. The Craft is my favorite movie. I, I love I, the craft, bro. I love that. Nancy's movie. such a crazy ass bitch, ain't she? <laughs> She's good. She job. ain't that crazy. She just wanted what she wanted, man. But anyway. <laughs> You're like, I'm taking that back. I'm reclaiming it. She's not crazy. She's just got a lot of power. Okay. She, she just, just, you know, as I grew up, I understood Nancy just a little bit more. Yeah, I think but, everybody did. You're like, as soon as you get a period, you're like, oh, that bitch Nancy was on or something. Hold on now. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. This bitch Nancy might have had a point. And, you know, like, in my family, I, my grandmother always joked and said that we were witches. So it's just like a little inside thing that my mother knew would intrigue me. So she read the first book to me, mm-hmm. like, chapter through chapter. And I was so into it that I was like, is there more? And she's like, yeah, there's actually a few more books. But if you want to read them, you have to read them by yourself. I'll give you a thesaurus. I'll give you a dictionary. I'll help you with words that are made up. But you have to read it. Shout, shout out to Mama T real quick. She yeah. she won for that. Uh, little, she definitely who encouraged their kids to read. So shout, she shout killed that because it encouraged me to read. I started writing my own books. Like I was writing B two K fan fiction in junior oh high. My God, like stop playing yo know, that first album. B two K is hot dog yo. As soon as I heard that, yo. I fell in love with these niggas. It was. It was it was, I, it was reciprocal. I promise. Um, she influenced a lot in my life, and so. It really pains me to have to cancel her because she just came. I mean, like, I guess she's been doing it for a couple of years now, but it's been going over my head because, like, I love her. And I was just like, nope, nope, nope. It, it was one she time. Was, she what only said mean? that. Like, nope, nope. But You're like, okay, I'm standing so I up can't for my no abuser. I need to chill. Exactly. <laughs> so basically, she turned into Voldemort. Oh, overnight, sis. Overnight. overnight. She basically said that trans women aren't real women because they don't bleed and we're making fun of the fact that they don't have wounds. And to me, it's just like there's nothing about me as that I identify with as a woman that can be taken away from me by someone else wanting to be accepted as the same thing that I am. First there's all, I don't nasty I don't get the threat. Fucking said that is so crass. It was How so crass. Say something like that. It, and it was, was just, just a, hurtful to just to, subjugate just a group of people and be like, psych, you guys are invalid. Bye. And then like, to be the person who wrote the book about the kid who was mistreated and abused and grew up in a fucking cupboard because his family knew that he was a fucking wizard and thought that he was the scum of the earth. So they treated mm-hmm. him like it. Then he what? finds out that he's not the scum of the earth. And he's actually, I don't know, a pretty fucking big deal in this other world over here. But he still has to fight bigotry because there's some guy named Voldemort that thinks that uh, people who aren't really magic don't belong in his world. I don't know. Sounds kind of racist to me. Sounds mm-hmm. kind of transphobic to me. Mm-hmm. Sounds like if a trans kid were to read Harry Potter, they would identify with him as fuck and then hear her say something like this as an adult and feel like this wasn't for me at all. It's like all everything that I invested, like people have her her drawings, her words tattooed on their body, and oh, you don't accept them. And and it's terrible. It like hurts so many people's hearts that she actually stooped to that kind of level because it's like, oh, you're supposed to identify with those who are different. You you've written the book on it. You, yes, you, you, written the, you like wrote the book. Whole, you you have like a whole transcript fucking map set up for a bunch of kids that felt different already. And they and it's felt just, like they can identify with someone who knew that they had, 
you know, some type of spark to be different, but couldn't because everybody around them was trying to dim their light. And then all of a sudden and, that kid is fucking spectacular. You know, a fucking and not for nothing, you're not just attacking trans women, you're attacking trans men too, because some trans men still bleed because they have feminine, they have female parts still because they haven't been able to afford surgery or because they don't want surgery because they're okay with living their life how they live their life but at the same time you're offending people just cuz you can just cuz you're a white woman and you have an opinion like it's Privilege. there's no rhyme or reason behind it it's not religious she's not losing no money cuz of trans people mm-hmm. she it's not affecting her livelihood her kid isn't fucking trans it's not even something to bother you but you just feel like you can say it cuz you're white that's where your white privilege comes in. You are using your cisgender white woman privilege by just opening your mouth and saying anything about people not having wombs. And not only is it that, there's not just trans women that don't have wombs. There are fucking women that you consider real that don't have wombs too and can't have children. So stop being a dickhead. Exactly. This is why, and I feel like we're going to see this a lot in this fucking show, people, people, educate yourselves. And if yeah. if you find someone who is uneducated, don't belittle them. Educate right. them. Just talk to them. And you know what? Though, like, if you lose your cool and end up belittling them, and they, and like, it's because, and it's because they're just not getting it. Like, at this point, I've stopped arguing with people. I just tell them to suck a dick in various ways. Like I told this lady who did not understand this mm-hmm. next white person that I had to cancel. Her name is Stassi and she's from Vanderpump Rules. And we had to cancel her because there was a black cast member on the show that she and another white cast member set up and called the police on. The police oh, never I showed heard up. about this and never like they never did anything about it they never took the claim seriously but if they had taken it seriously what could have happened to this black woman because you said that she was going around drugging men and stealing cars and stealing wallets and shit like you only they did it was because she slept with a cast member's boyfriend mind you Stasi also dated this boyfriend before in previous seasons and he cheated on her too with uh numerous girls and she never called the police on them and i wonder why that is because how, how come they not beating the dude's ass i'm so confused <laughs> by this i'll be fucking i'll be getting a militia together to go fuck this nigga up i'll be like yo so um, everybody go around the back fence uh, i'll unlock the back door we'll just i'm a troll and uh i was trolling i was scrolling through these comments and one person was listing off all the things that the black chick did like saying like she was thirsty she went after jacks Jax is the boyfriend that cheated and she wanted this and that she wanted to stay on the show so she did this she did that for a storyline even if she fucking did you know what she didn't do the crime that they called the police on her for so that's not the point so instead of arguing with this white bitch who made this comment I was just like you know what Amy suck a dick and she was like wow you have issues with what Stassi said but you can tell a complete stranger to suck a dick I was like yeah deep throat it and so somebody else <laughs> was like that, bitch. <laughs> somebody else was like why are you being so crass to someone you don't even know I was like hey wasn't talking to you but I have more dick where that came from want some <laughs> like I will, absolutely, <laughs> I will absolutely just keep trolling these people I'm not going to educate y'all no more because I know who wants to be educated and who doesn't and who's making a mockery and who isn't yeah it's very simple now we could just see it it's more in our faces, I guess you could say. Right. It's super gross. <laughs> and yeah, like, that behavior is just nasty, dude. I don't know what it is about it, but watching someone act in that and it's just so 
threatened by my be- it, like first of all it, it gave me ill power nigga it gave me a Yo. female boner i'm like Ooh, you get threatened by my presence oh, you're so cool. you feel this okay cool like you're really threatened i didn't I say can this threatened. that's crazy i got ill power so it's you know wow away that was the only two white people I had to cancel this week, J.K. Rowling and Stassi and the other broad from uh, Vanderpump Rules. But she looked like my second toe, and I wasn't really interested in her anyway, so fuck her. <laughs> but um, as far as on the trans subject, I see a lot of Black people talking about Black Lives Matter and getting upset when we're saying all Black Lives Matter. We mean and everybody. Not, black trans We mean lives, everybody. Motherfucker, everybody. All Black Lives Matter isn't the same as All Lives Matter because we are just trying to make sure that no Black blood is spilled, period. Whether it is cisgender male Black blood, cisgender female Black blood, whether like, it's... Too many of us are dying at like, know we're an dying. incredible rate and on film, like at an embarrassing... You're like, it. Yeah, like in such an embarrassing way, you have to watch my, basically, you have to watch my soul depart on from my body from my body on film and you have to carry that with you in your brain for the rest of your life and then you got to go smile in these people's faces knowing that they're probably exactly like the motherfucker that was kneeling on the same but it it doesn't bother you if it's a trans life so i can't i can't comprehend that because to me when i hear black people say shit like that you sound like the white people who are just telling you like yeah but like if he didn't resist if you're if you say yeah but they chose that life you're also saying but if he didn't resist it's the same fucking thing it, it, oh, it's the butt part that kills me and i was literally yo how are you explaining like, it how do y'all white people not see that when you go to say but that's when there's the problem just just be yeah. like i understand what y'all are going through period period like, post it bye go about your white business right go pay your fucking right. wells fargo bills right like just go about your shit dog right not but it's when they go to write but or however, that's their that's their favorite yeah, thing to say. However, comma, and then they go say some dumb shit. Maybe if people didn't resist, it would no. like, so you know, tend so, to be arresting you. You know what I mean? You guys gotta not resist. Oh, really? Because <laughs> most of us have anxiety and we're scared and we just have yeah, like we don't want to die. Yeah, just, we don't want to die. Oh, we already you have a ran. Maybe I was running for my life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't <laughs> like, know. I, I've been hearing a lot of shit about y'all. So like, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I just then, but aside from that, like when I hear there was uh, my good friend Carly, who I invited to do a show with us. He posted something that was basically saying like, you don't have to agree. You don't have to understand, but you have to but you do have to agree that all black lives matter. You don't have to agree with how someone lives or what you think they choose to do, but you have to agree that all black lives matter or whatever. So somebody was like, yeah, but they chose that. And I'm not, you know, putting my life on the line for that. And I was like, okay, but did they choose to be murdered? Does yeah, anybody like a, who is murdered choose to issue. be murdered? This is a big like, I'm like, issue. It's an issue for us all because we all right. there's no more segregation. We don't we're not drinking from and different fountains. The worst anymore. part right of it each other. is that trans black lives are being lost by other black people or by white people or white cops because they know that you motherfuckers don't care about them. And you're not gonna go look for justice. Yes, like and that's the whole point of saying all lives matter. It's just like and the his counter was I'm not homophobic, I got gay cousins, I you know, I know a couple trans people. That sounds the same as I have black friends. 
It's exactly I'm not it's, racist. It's literally like from the the white man's vocab list. Like in, in their cerebellum, they just click on it. They right click on that. Use... Like, look, I got black friends. So like it's <laughs> fine. I know. Let me pull my black friends card. card. Yeah, for real, let me pull. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me call Tyrone. Like, no, you can't. Let me get Tyrone on the horn and he can fix all of our problems. Take this. Like, what the I really, fuck? I, let me take back that name because, uh, <laughs> let me take back that name. I'm sorry. Bleep, bleep. Anywho, we won't be Erica Badu on this one. So, <laughs> no, we won't be calling that nigga. But it was like, not the ghettoist, but like the blackest name that comes to mind. And I feel like that's probably why people use it when they're being offensive. But anyway, um, 100%. it's always like the most ratchetest name on the planet. Sharkeisha. <laughs> oh, damn, it's just, dog, for real, that's the first one you go to, Karen. Is it? It's just like, okay, so like when you watch George Floyd die, did you know that he had kids? Did you know that he was a straight black man? It mattered that he fucking died. You, you didn't care what was going on in his bedroom when you were watching him die and that is the fucking point that is the point we shouldn't have to watch nobody die black white any of it and like i said something else where it's just like all that stupid ass black on black crime bullshit don't talk to me about no black on black crime because it's not a fucking thing like it's just crime (laughs) it's just murder it's just rape it's just all the bad things that other races do there's not a time in the world where like I said Asian people go do that shit to each other. Like there was an Asian man dragged off a plane. Not once did they talk about how, yeah, but nobody says anything when they start karate chopping each other in movies. Like, no, because no, like, a goddamn thing. They're like, oh, I love Jack Chan. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but that that isn't the point. Is it we don't give a fuck how they treat each other? It's just wrong, right? So like, why are we focusing on the fact that we treat each other wrong? Yes, everybody treats their own race wrong. Everybody treats people wrong. How about we focus on the fact that we're treating people wrong? In general, <laughs> maybe we should make that shit. That's why that girl fucking Greta was crying on the news. You know that things are wrong when there's like a little yeah. white girl crying on the fucking news. Like, there's something going on. on the I mean, that needs to be corrected. when she's little, I can feel bad. But yeah. after a certain age, like, <laughs> like grown ah. white women's tears do not affect me, honey. You're like this. This demon has reached its full potential, and that's not <laughs> me being mean. That's just me completely understanding that it can be turned on and off, and there it it can be taught too. So like, oh man, I've seen like some crazy shit. Like as a teenager, like oh, one time I was chilling with neighborhood friends, and we're just all walking. We all got our bikes, you know, regular hood brock and shit hooger burger shit right we're just chilling nigga we was doing hood rat things with our friends so it was just the time to do that like sidekicks with la it was lit everybody had a dino like we were just riding around chilling so we're all just walking around the neighborhood and like some lady skirts onto the curb in front of us like cuts in front of us with a car hops out the fucking car husband's in the front seat they both jump out there like yelling at my boy and they're like, yo, give us that fucking bike back. That's our kid's fucking bike. The kids hop out the backseat. They got like five little Brady Bunch blonde children. They like hop out the car and they're all like crying. They're like, that's my bike. And my boy's like, no, 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 this is my bike. Like we've been riding all day. Da-da-da. Like we weren't even like around here. We were like, yeah, you know, kind of far away. Yeah, like we were far away from here. Like we just got back to our block. What are you talking about? And she was like, that's my bike. I know that's my bike. So they're like having a yanking contest and shit. And 
He was like, can you get your hands off of me before I call the police? My boy's like, yo, I'm going to call the cops on y'all. Get off of me. Like, you're a full-grown lady. I'm a teenager. Get off of the mm-hmm. bike. She's pulling it, and she's like, get the fuck off the bike. N-word. Hard R, bro. Hard R. I felt that. I was like, mm. ooh. Like, we all felt it. It was like watching somebody get kicked in the dick. It was like, and they didn't even ask for it. Nobody saw it coming. And you're like, ooh, are you okay? Like, that's what it felt like. Yeah. It was like a slap in the face to all of us. We're all brown, mind you. We're all looking at each other like, oh, shit. And then she, he was like, what'd you just call me? And, and like, kind of laughed a little bit. She was like, I called you a nigga. And, and like, she was so proud of just, it was like in the back of her brain and she couldn't wait to unlock it, the treasure. Yeah, chest. like she was waiting for that one day. When, you know, like, I don't call you people niggas, but when I get to. One of these days, I'm going to split somebody over the fucking dome with that hard R. And it's going to hurt like a that R on your ass, mm-hmm. man. Like a whip, nigga. Like, oh, she yes. can't wait to say that shit. And then he, he was just kind of laughing. He was like, what you like, yeah, you heard me. Next. Like, just real Clayton Bigsby style. Like, we were all shocked. Jesus Christ, and, did and you like forget your hood, ma'am? Her ma'am, I think you forgot your hood. Like, this is her whole husband gets involved. This man's like six foot seven. This nigga look like Andre the Giant, bitch. I couldn't make this shit up. Jesus. And he's like helping her yank the bike. And then she was, he was like, Are you serious? Like, get off of the bike. They're having like a tugging contest. He was like, Let go of the bike, nigga. Da-da-da-da. And then they were like, are you serious? And then we're like, you fucking, we all gang up. All of us brown kids, we're like, you fucking racist pieces of shit. And we're just wilding out on them. And they're like, yeah, we, 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 you know, we're here for Hitler, Heil Hitler. And they're like doing that in the middle of the street in Brockton, bro. Like what on the, the north side. Yeah, we're all like. Over a bike. Over a Over, over a something that you're dino. not even sure is yours. Over a fucking Schwinn, dog. It was crazy. I've never seen nothing like that. And it was like, that was the first time they like took the mask off and was like, this is who I am. Full blown. Yeah, well, mode. Like, I mean, like, like, holy shit. I've never seen that I, as a child. It was so crazy. I've never been called a nigger, but I was actually thinking about the first time that I've ever dealt with race things i think no i was last night when when i sleep right tangent time so when i try to go to sleep mission i can't like my brain just does the weirdest fucking things like one night i was laying here and then all of a sudden where the party at just started playing yo by jagged edge yeah and then i know you I was like i don't fucking get it was you like oh no i was like i don't know where the party's at and then, like, all of a sudden, Nelly was just, like, asking if the east side run this mother. And everyone said, hell yeah. Hell and then yeah. he said, did the west side run this mother? And everybody said, hell yeah. Hell and yeah. then it made me indecisive about what side ran this mother. And I started to freak out. And I couldn't go to sleep. So, like. <laughs> and that was the end of the night. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, my brain does weird things. And I, last night, I'm thinking, Mind like, yo, when's the last time? when was the first time I knew that I was black? And so I thought all the way back and I had to be like, it had to be like four or three or four years old because my sister was born when I was five and she was not like in existence yet. She was so, just a swimmer in the eye, bro. Just yes, eye. just a little swimmer in the jaunt. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop. That's gross. I do not want to talk about that. But <laughs> um, so... I, I had like a Fisher Price car, one of those cars with the yellow sides and the red top and the red doors, and it has like the Flintstone floor, and you run around and move uh, your car like that. 
That's cute. So me and my cousin Corey, and Corey is like a beautiful black. He's like a got purple undertones, like just the most beautiful black you could ever see. Oh, my aunt has skin color like that. I love her skin. And he's all like, you know, we've always been close. We're like nine months apart. So he was over the house and pri- I lived in Framingham at the time. And prior to him being over, I had been getting gas from my friend that lived like in our little cul-de-sac. And he had a little gas station and I would ride my little car over there, get some gas and then ride back to my house, you know, you know, stop and repeat and just continue. And so you're like kid shit, you know? Yes. And he was white and he had, um, he had blonde hair and I think he had like a sister. And I think I, I refer to her as Angelica in my head. I have no idea what this girl's name is. That makes you see my nigga. That's fire. Yeah, no, I really, that's exactly how it was. Like she had a brother and um, and he had like he had freckles and the gas station and then our neighbors were Tucker and I cannot remember his name his brother's name Tucker and Tanner I think it was it's so funny I think it, that's what their names were <laughs> and they weren't twins but they were like really close in age and that's a, that is definitely where I got my son's name from other than the show baby daddy and Taj Mori but anywho um <laughs> so love Taj. yo shout out to smart guy for, for shaping yeah. my childhood another exactly. fantastic black show so he um that day Corey was with me and I we went to go get gas and he went to go give me gas but then his father called him house and he came back out and we were still waiting to get gas and he was like Oh, my dad said that I can't pump your gas. And I was like, what? He's like, I can't pump your gas because you're black. And I was like, I'm black? I was like, what are you talking about? Like, so confused. And Corey's like, let's go. Let's go. And he's only like nine months older than me. And he understood why we should leave. We're only three or four years old. And I remember it like it was yesterday. So he probably knew the situation could turn dangerous. Very fast. And that's scary. Yes. Right? So we we go back to the house and my dad and my mom are in the kitchen he's like what's wrong because like you know I'm all extra light skin and red in the face and upset and he's like what's wrong with you and I was like such and such that he's not gonna pump my gas anymore because I'm black and he was like he just like knelt down to me like almost nose to nose and was like go punch that little boy in the forehead and I was <laughs> like what he was like go punch that little boy right in his fucking forehead and don't you come back in here till you do it that's that old so, advice. Your dad been on the block. I went out. He's been on the block, bro. He, he didn't give, even. You gotta give them niggas the one two piece combo a few times, is what it sounds like. And I know he didn't tell Corey to do it. And like, I'm thinking as an adult right now, like, why wouldn't I have told the boy to do it instead of the girl? I know he told me to do it because we lived there and you're supposed to be my friend. And now all of a sudden you can't pump my gas because I'm black. Okay. It's not because I'm black. It's because my little cousin, my older cousin, was much darker and his black was unacceptable. In your so eyes. now we all can't get gas because I'm black because your dad's a fucking racist. And now he's making you a little racist. So I go back over there and he's like, I can't pump your gas because you're... And I punched him right in the fucking forehead and then ran home <laughs> crying you really because I didn't want to punch my friend. Shit. You really <laughs> are. You're like, we're not, not gonna take it. You're not even <laughs> fucking around right now. Holy shit. Yo, you're so like, you're like, you nigga, Damn. Yo, I cried. I cried so hard because that was my friend and I didn't want to punch my friend in the forehead. He but then I didn't understand that I was black. 
I found out I was black and I didn't understand if that was a bad thing or not because he wouldn't put my gas. Like it created so many different questions that I still remember to this day. So to this day, fuck that kid. And <laughs> fuck the fact day. that I had to deal with racism at three or four years old and I remember it and I'm almost 30. Fuck, fuck Timothy. Fuck him. Fuck him. He probably okay. was Timothy. But <laughs> probably I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if Tucker remembers that. Because I have him on Facebook, I wonder. That's hey, so funny. Well, you should have a conversation starter. Hey, remember that one racist moment? Right. <laughs> happy, happy Pride, Tuck. I wonder if you remember. Let me know. Let me know now. Stop me if I'm going too far. Okay. So we are like an hour and 10 minutes in, and we have a few different things left on the list. So I'm going to see what you want to tackle this week, or if you want to like go into something deeper with that next week, because I have healing as a mother on here. And that's a a big one. We got to talk to a a lot of people about this one. Like that's a huge one. And the Betty Broderick thing ties into that because I'm just going to give you like who she is right now so that we can discuss that next week. Cause I think that that and the whole future and his child support thing, like yeah. those three things really like flow into each other. So I think that we should <laughs> try and discuss them in length next week. Cause a bitch is getting tired and I have cotton mouth and I have no water. Yo, in this there's no juice. Man. I'm scared to leave. I don't know what's going to happen to this podcast. If I leave this room, I might lose to fuck around. I'm scared to leave this room because my one-year-old may hear my footsteps and attack me. So we're just going to stay in here and have time. Don't risk it. I had a one-year-old. Don't do it to yourself. Don't do it. Right? So Fall asleep standing I, up wherever the fuck you at. Fall asleep right there. Don't even move. Absolutely not. I'm going to swallow my spit till I die tonight. <laughs> you feel like that's <laughs> it. That's it for me. No, I'm not leaving. So... All right, so Betty Broderick is a um, white housewife in the 80s who shot her ex-husband and his new wife while they were sleeping in bed. And, what is this, Unsolved Mysteries? Holy shit. Oh, girl, it's solved. <laughs> She's like, sis, case closed. Hello. <laughs> so basically what had happened was she worked her ass off, put him through medical school. He decided he did not want to be a doctor and wanted to be a lawyer and wanted to be a malpractice lawyer. And so she put him through law school and worked her ass off. And then he decided he wanted to join a firm. And once he joined that firm, he decided he wanted to create his own firm. So she worked her ass off to help him create that. And then he meets a 19-year-old, buys a red Corvette, gets some contacts, and leaves his wife and takes her kids from her, kicks her out of their home and sells it without her permission. And then this is like that George Lopez shit, bro, when he like got a kidney from his wife and totally cheated on her gun. Jorge Lopez has lost my fucking respect for the rest of my life because of that fucking liver or kidney or whatever he took. Fuck them both. Fuck yo, I fuck Alicia. Yo, this is why you are my co-host because anywho, (laughs) we need to start campaign ASAP. But yeah, no. Yo, we can discuss why fuck her too during that whole mom and parenting segment. That Bro, could be a whole episode. I want to drag that bitch so hard, you have no idea. But go ahead. I can't wait. So, yeah, basically, she got gaslit. And that's a term that I feel like we're going to spend some time on next week. It basically means that someone is 
you suspect someone of doing something, they're telling you that they're not doing it and they actually are. And then when you find out the truth, they keep telling you that they're not so that you believe that you're crazy. Like, it makes you unravel. It's a mind fuck. It's terrible. It's almost yeah, terrible complete thing to do somebody. So we're going to discuss that and like, you know, because that's a big topic in healing as a mother. I think that if Betty was able to heal and like really know the truth early on it probably wouldn't have ended this way like she could have been lit on her own without this fool and we'll talk about future little dirty ass next week but i wanted to discuss euphoria before we leave yes that is my shit we need season Um, two we need season two like yesterday what do you mean i love that i was was watching Grey's anatomy and dr mcsteamy is also on Euphoria. Yeah, his butt ass his name is Eric. <laughs> yeah, Eric 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 and I was like, well, this is that kind of show. No wonder it's on HBO. Right. He said it was a prosthetic, and I'm hoping to believe that he has a little more girth than we saw because I was not. Looks I mean, like it's, big though. Looks big it was just, it looked like a, it was a poker and not a choker. But anywho. <laughs> That's a whole other topic. That episode was like 105, <laughs> so stay tuned for that. We'll probably get to that in episode 105. I also get silly when I'm sleepy, and it's damn near 11.30 our time, so bear with me, guys. East Coast, East Coast. So, uh, so um, one of my favorite things about Euphoria is that as a kid, I, I did things like I did self-harm things mm-hmm. that I didn't realize I was doing so like I didn't write out cut because scars are ugly and I'm vain <laughs> but I would go get <laughs> I would go get piercings a lot on Tremont Street damn I brought it back I hope I bring it back for a lot of people with their illegal tattoos and piercings on yeah, Tremont Street yeah. You out here telling the stories <laughs> of all my friends I went to fucking West Virginia Highway, bro. That was yeah, fun. I got, I got my tongue pierced. I had my nipples pierced. I had my belly button pierced, and it was all to like not feel my pain and stuff. And to this day, I still get tattoos because it's better than cutting. Like it's it's a form of pain in art, and like you get something you out know, of I, it, longevity wise. Yeah, longevity wise, it's not just a scar. And you know, the thing is kind of temporary, so you're like, it's cool. Yeah, so like watching that show, it's again Degrassi on crack. Yes. And it is a real depiction of like how life was because I didn't realize a lot of the stuff that I went through was not normal, was not okay, was not what you were supposed to be doing at that age. Like my first boyfriend was 18 years old with a kid, and I was 14 going on 15. And, like, I will never blame my mom for this because she knows the type of person that I am. And I had to find out. The like, hard way, right? The hard way, yeah. I had to. Or else I would have just did it behind her back and find out an even harder way. So she kept it under the control that she could keep it under. But looking oh. back on it, that stuff that he would have me do came in handy as an adult now hey, but hey, I shouldn't hey, have been doing definitely the blueprint but I definitely feel R. Kelly you know what I mean like yeah, I shouldn't yeah. have been doing that shit at 14 you feel me like there's no way that I should have been doing that at 14 but thank you so <laughs> anywho right because I'm gonna use it to my advantage and everyone else's <laughs> side question have you seen this nigga recently is he thinning his hair what's going on 
the people want to know, no, sir. Um, I haven't seen him recently, but the last time I saw him, I it maybe like five years ago, he was fat, and that made me feel better. <laughs> You're like, okay, moving on now. <laughs> And I'm not body shaming by any means. It just made me feel so much better that, like, you know, he wasn't doing any better. He still, and then, like, years before that, he was still dealing with some girl in high school then. So this is how I knew that this was, like, a pattern for, and that's the type of dude you are. He's like, that's all I can get my hands on. Nom, 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 nom. Not even, like, it's just a manipulation type thing. And, like, you see that factor in it, too, because even with um, Jules, like, in euphoria she's she is exploring her sexuality through you know her trans life but at the same time like because because boys her own age are too immature to understand who she is she's dealing with grown nasty ass men yeah it's very terrifying (sighs) i've seen her in situations i'm like oh girl don't go there don't go there please don't go like, First night she was meeting with Cal, that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, please don't go. Please don't go. He's going to kill you. That's what I thought he was going to do because, but at the same time, he's so fucked up. He's so fucked up, that poor baby. He's intrigued by her. And so is, yeah. so is fucking. His dad. And, you know, when she looked at him and she was like, you want to know what I think? I think you're a fucking faggot, just like your dad. Yo, when, when she said that, I was like, Jules, is my spirit animal? That is some real shit. And like sometimes people's biggest fear is being their parents. And it seems to me like that scene where he banged his head on the like they were wrestling and his father was about to like overpower him and like he just started banging his head on the floor. Basically having a big boy tantrum, yeah. A huge big boy tantrum, but I felt that shit. I felt felt that shit. He hates his like he's, he hates him so much that he's willing to hurt himself to get out of this situation. And it wasn't even like a, I bet you he didn't even know he was fucking doing it because I have gotten so angry to those levels and it's not acceptable as a black kid <laughs> to get that. Oh, hell no. Your parents, soon as they hear that bullshit, they're coming up the fucking stairs with the fucking chunkler, the fucking, you know, <laughs> fucking right. house slipper nigga ready and loaded to go. For another five buck shots at the back of your fucking dome. They're ready to go. Yeah, no, I <clears throat> I felt him on a different type of level. That show touched me in places that I didn't know that it would it would going into it. Like even the abortion scene where she's skating in her head. Yeah, but she's like that is exactly. having pains in real life yes. and going through a very traumatic experience as a teenager. That is exactly I mean, like I may not have been in a skating rink, but that is exactly what happened my you know the first time that I experienced that and I vowed to never do it again like not because I regretted my decision but because one my decision really wasn't for me I felt like I was help I was doing it because you know I didn't want to be a single mom <laughs> and look at me now but <laughs> my how the tingles and but at the same time like it was a very like invasive not sure if you're doing the right thing like well that that scene also shows the duality in when when adults really look at kids and they're like you're not fucking ready for sex they don't mean like the actual act of it yeah that part is fantastic it's the part that comes 
after, after. When, when because the whole after, point, you know what I'm saying like yeah, that's the whole point of it is to procreate they know that like as a child you can't really wrap your head around the fact that you're killing a, a different child that's growing inside of you essentially well like and even if you don't view it in that way and you don't view it as like a child it's something that is yours 100 percent. even yeah it's just something that you own that yeah. you possess that you're giving up and so that's the part you you're taking a piece of you and that's the part that leaves some people i'm sure can walk away and be okay with that decision and no, never but, at a young again. Age, but there tough. are a lot of us that can't cassie's like and, what 16 but she's like absolutely promiscuous on the show like she yeah. fucks around with everything that was my life though and that's because they they like do a flashback and show that this bitch has like deep-rooted daddy issues like this nigga was on drugs yeah i totally have daddy issues but at the time when I was a kid, it was more like I'm taking control of my sexuality and what I want to do. Yeah, you're like, like no I wasn't gonna tell me what the no. fuck to do with this yeah. thing that everybody wants a piece of. So fuck that shit. That's what it's exactly. Like. But I also I I'm also like this is probably why God didn't give me no daughters. Because I do not believe that your virginity is like the most sacred thing. I don't think that your vagina is your most sacred asset in the female body or whatever. Like, I feel like it's your brain. If I feel like a nigga manipulated me and took my mind from me, it's tough. that's when I feel raw. Yo, you feel like so you can betrayed. You're like, oh, you're trying to kill me. And that's that's the part that parents don't prepare you for when they're yeah. focusing on don't give your cootie cat away don't give your virginity away like that shit doesn't even matter that shit is so superficial don't give your mind away because if that nigga fucks your mind up it's a wrap it's but hard energetically, to get it back. i feel like energetically when most parents say that they don't elaborate further and that's where they fuck up they should really yeah that's tell it. their daughters just elaborate also, they should also be telling their daughters that they're actually and their sons yeah and their sons they should be sitting down both these niggas like you you motherfucker, you're going to be giving, trying to be giving your energy to every bitch that'll let you. You cannot do that. She will take it. And you're not going to take you. her energy. Exactly. exactly. You're not going to keep taking You're not going to take her. She ain't going to take you. You're going to be ready when you're ready. She's going to be ready when she's ready. Little bitch, I'm looking at you, okay? Um, uh, I'm taking you off a of grounding, but listen, you're not going to be giving, you know, you're not going to be opening your flower to every nigga. Not every motherfucker deserve that. You can't just be giving it to fucking you know, Kenny at Safeway or some shit like that. Well, that's what Lily's going to tell her daughter. And when I have my daughter, I'm going to let her know if you do give it to the nigga at TJ Maxx and the nigga at AJ right next door, just don't let them know about it. (laughs) (laughs) Keep that to yourself and your clam burger. Okay, sis. Love you. Mari, we'll see you at rehearsals, okay? See you at that This is why I don't have girls. Jesus was like, you can't have no more vaginas to be in control of. (laughs) You're fine. I always think, like, yo, am I even a book for a daughter? I feel like I'm only a book for sons because I only have, like, boys in the family. Uh, you know, I raised almost all my nephews. So, like, when my son came up, I was like, word, another one. Like, DJ Khaled. I was like, another one. Then my niece popped up and I was like, whoa, new territory. Hold the fuck up. I never dealt with, like, a, a niece before. But she's awesome. She has, like, the most amazing, sassy person. Like, she'll be fine as an adult is what I'm saying. She don't take much from none of these kids. It's awesome. But it's like having a daughter. I don't know how I feel. I would have to go get my gun license. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to the range or something. I just remember spending so much time in high school worried about my number and like how many people I slept with. And it it just does not matter because it didn't shape me as a person. No. Like my experiences with them at like 
on a sexual level didn't shape me as a person. My experiences with them on an emotional level did. And mm-hmm. if I was more prepared for that emotional part, I think I would have been okay because the sex part was never a big deal. Like, right? Right. I feel like the shield would have been up a lot sooner. A lot more red right. flags would have been seen, you know? Yo, it's please. My best friends in high school, they were like, you know, because we're taught all this stupid fucking nonsense. Like, my best friends in high school stopped being my friend senior year after prom the day before graduation because they, mind you, knew all my business. But it was like, birds of a feather flock together and people think you're a hoe. So, and I was like, oh, well, all right then. You guys know what I'm actually doing, but okay. Yeah, you don't have to be friends. Oh, the <laughs> together, then I don't need to roll with you assholes anymore. Fuck yeah, y'all. so like, Fuck it hurt me. And to this day, I still think about how much time I spent with those people. And like, they are not even in my life no more. But it's still, it's still just like, oh, well, Chris, because I didn't do anything like, to you. People, I ain't fuck your boyfriend. Age, like, people are so fucking relevant to me when you're that age. You're like, it's, everything is the end of the world anyways when you're that mm-hmm. age because like you're still so young you're like ah, it's over that friendship is over yeah. oh, heartbroken but it's like you get older you're like man fuck that bitch you see her at fucking walmart and you're like fuck that bitch bro yeah it's definitely you know, i was watching insecure and the one of the chicks reminds me of my close friend in high school and she was african and the chick is african on the show and i'm like that's why i don't like that bitch because she reminds me of her mm-hmm. like down to the t like even the well, national like, association give the character a break okay no fuck molly no like seriously even if you knew her her character development like she needs to go walk in traffic with tony childs from girlfriends because they're both horrible fucking friends oh <laughs> no horrible friends they were just horrible friends but as far as like speaking of friends like jules and i can never remember zendaya's character's name like Ooh. over it Rue, yes. Why can't I remember that? Like Jules and Rue, like I've been Rue and been in such an like in such trauma bonds and unhealthy relationships, like and you confuse it with like love. And I don't think she really loves Jules. I think she cares about her so much that that means love for her. I think she's like the the infatuation that like yeah. you has never felt before. Cause like she does mention yeah. sure that she lost her virginity like forever ago to some fucking kid. And it was whack. And then when she met Jules, even from the first time she saw her in the car from the way back from rehab, she like peeped her and was like, that girl's amazing. Like she had like slow-mo movement and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you see that motherfucking slow-mo, you really love her. Yeah, like, it just oh, oh, shit. That awoke her interest. sexuality, I think. And it just awoke her in a way that she wasn't awoken familiar before. with. Yeah. Like, but as far as the love so part, her yeah. Dead. Like, she died when her dad died. So, like, so much of her yeah. deceased already. You know, Jules kind of sparked something within her that made her feel alive. So, like, as a, I put Jules and drugs on the same aspect because they do the same thing for Rue. And Rue would do anything for the drugs and that Rue. high. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, but I also think, like, she confuses that with love. But she doesn't realize like real love when it's in her face like not saying that uh you know max 
Mac Miller's twin. I cannot remember his name on the show either, but like not saying that he is in love with her or is loving her properly, but the love he shows her, she can't even see. She don't like, even that see means, that. That's her homeboy. That is her yeah, boy. Yeah, like he if he can't have her romantically, he respects her and loves her as like a friend for real, for real. I don't like, she she her fucking see mouse. You seen mouse, dude? Yo, mm-hmm. hashtag mouse, nigga, because that motherfucker is scary. He's probably the scariest dude. Oh, yeah, like, I think Spooky from fucking On the Block would be scared. I love Spooky. I love Spook. Spook is bad. And I love Jamal. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I just think that, you know, she can't even see that she is, she has love. It might not be the love she wants right now or the love she's interested in. But the you know he really wants her to do better, and if he didn't have to do what he was doing, he wouldn't be doing what he was doing. No, not for her. He loves her enough to like try to help yeah. her have that. That scene was like <laughs> you did this to me. He like locked her out, and he was like, "Yo, I'm not giving you no more drugs." And she's crying at his door, and she's like, "You did this to me." I was like, "Oh, she mm-hmm. did that shit. She meant that shit." Mm-hmm. And he's just a drug dealer, but he's also her boy, so it's like. The lines are so He blurred. feels that, yeah. Like, and then on top of it, like Jules doesn't want her to do that stuff, but she's so wrapped up into herself and her teenage, you know, bullshit. That Let's be real, Jules has addictions too. Yeah, she likes to like, hook up with cis white males. That's her thing. Not even just cis white males. She likes she likes to be uh, dominated. What is that? Yeah, it's like possessed like an object like she needs to feel like an object in order to feel alive or feel herself and that shit's crazy to me that you know like it starts so young like like i said such big risk factors in what jewel is doing too she's meeting complete strangers they could be setting her up to kill her but and you know what's so crazy is that like before tinder before any of those apps where you could just go meet up with a random person there was like they were already doing that stuff all and you know there's a there's a quote-unquote gay side of dw field park so yo, that's like, rainbow park bro yo i heard the rumors can we talk about that for a sec okay. yo side mission real quick y'all y'all ever heard the stories of rainbow park bro i thought it was a joke until i went walking through that bitch and i found condoms and fucking gay magazines Porn on the floor everywhere, dirt all over, fucking tent set up. I'm like, ooh, these are lighting candles and some more shit, dog. I thought they were invoking the spirits of the north, south, and east, west to get some dick or something. I was like, yo, what is going on in this park? Yeah, no, I um, I really do think that uh, it was just happening regardless of. Of whether we were aware of it or not like no, so clubs for it, it's always gonna happen shit, because like, people make it seem so devious and make it seem so wrong that you have to go hide and, and hiding in plain sight to do it but some people that's all they can do yeah exactly and it's just like you know it had to be it, it, that's just another thing I do not understand how it bothers you so much what people do behind closed doors with their genitals it's not, it's that, you would, okay. that you have to make it so difficult or even like I don't I don't want my children to have sex at a young age because I don't want their innocence lost so young but I'm not policing their genitals because that shit's weird to me like 
like T.I. You know, like, his daughter. Yes, yo, that shit is gross. That's so nasty. Like, you know, when, and, you know, when Adam Sandler's like, oh, wrinkly old balls, gross, like that sensation is what I feel. I'm like, yo, T.I. is nasty. ATL was a great movie. That nigga's nasty. Okay. Well, to me, because like he'll sit there and he'll joke with his son as if it's, there's nothing wrong with him having a baby anytime soon or you better wrap it up, you know, expeditiously. You know, it's so like, nigga, you that's name of it showing everything. I can't deal with this nigga. Fucking idiot. Like, and it, to me, it's just like, first of all, you didn't. The fact is that you feel like you own your daughter's body so much that you didn't even think before you spoke in public about her vagina, you asshole. And now you you felt you had a right to because you like men just really think they have a right to police vaginas until they say someone else can have it like what the fuck that's disgusting how do you tell your daughter it what is. you do with her 18 year old and and what if her what if her hymen wasn't there and educating her and being like you know don't just give it to some random ass like you're special like but what was the consequences if her hymen wasn't there yeah exactly like at least wrap it up like you know use like and he needs to talk to her Use loop. I'm not saying use loop tonight. <laughs> no, maybe not unless, that. Shit. Unless they have to. That be, wait till they're like 25 to have that conversation. Pull out your little KY collection and show them what time it is. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to have these talks. Which I feel like a lot of people do communicate. Like, I come from a culture where like the parents do not communicate with their kids. Like, sex talk was like taboo in the crib. Like, we just did not. Do I mean. I feel like a lot Listen, of people Mommy like got that. it right with Harry Potter, but mommy did not get it right with the sex talk. She told me it was nasty and messy and it, you know, you just shouldn't do it. That was not enough for me. Had to go find out for myself. Yep, it's you pretty messy. Let's see how nasty it really is. Cause you know it gets pretty Jan- nasty. Janet said I'm a nasty girl, so you know, I gotta see what's up. You know, I gotta see what's on the other side of this fence real quick. You know, and we've talked about that. And like I told her, I wish she had said a little bit more or told me just a little bit more of like what she went through or why she didn't want me to do it or like, exactly. you know, like why a lot of I should be real. Be a human being real quick. I talked to my son like a real ass nigga. I was like, yo, listen, nigga. I'll be getting down on one day, like, yo, listen, nigga. Um, so real shit <laughs> going down on here in these streets. You got me I, I, right I, now. I look at me, nigga. Hey, look at me, nigga. Yeah, like, hey, look me in the eye. I'm like, yo, listen to me, son. With my hands on my knees, I'm like, listen to me, son. You gotta be strong. These times are turbulent for us, but we gotta be strong. We come from a legacy. He's like, yeah, mommy, I know. I'm like, we're on the same page, brother. We're on the same page. Well, no, like, I just, and I think that a lot more parents should be watching things like 13 Reasons Why and Euphoria. Like, you absolutely should be watching because not only does... Yeah, not only does it change as time goes on, but like it gets worse. And like as I was watching the first season of Thirteen Reasons Why, I could not I I could not understand why, excuse me, Hannah wanted to kill herself because all of the stuff that she went through, being excuse me, being called a hoe, being groped inappropriately all the time. Yeah, like nigga, that's my whole seventh grade. What do you think? Yo, I went through that shit all throughout junior high at high school I've been put in situations where like you know I don't I don't I didn't know whether to call it rape or not or call it like assault or violation or not you know because you're it's either look there's this dick out right here either I run 
and possibly get chased with this dick mm -hmm. or deal with it and leave. Got like, it. There's thing. been instances, you know, like there's just been so many things that I'm learning mm -hmm. that you didn't know when you were a kid because that you can help your kids with because of these shows. Like, and your parents probably didn't even know. But see, I you know, feel like shows low key existence, so kids can be like, oh, that's what's going on. Oh, that's what's really going on. Oh, okay. Yeah, that too. Like, it's giving you an insight into your kid's world, but it's also more like, you know, we were conditioned to think that boys will be boys with certain things for a lot of stuff. And now that shit is different. And watching it, it's just like, oh, so he wasn't allowed to do that. Oh, so if you're 18 in high school, it's really not okay for you to be scouting out freshmen or referring to them as fresh meat because yeah, that's like, what they called us boys, <laughs> like, boys should be used when motherfuckers are like pooping in paper bags and lighting them on fire on people's porches or, that's yeah boys will, boys. boys will be boys when not you rape culture that's not fucking rape no you can't no. boys will be boys rape culture you just can't not what you know or even doing so like you have to speak to your kids about everything i feel like and be transparent with them you have to. Be we have so much We have so much technology now that if we don't tell them, all they gotta do is and listen to literally. Be transparent and listen. And I, I am not the best mom in the world. I lose my cool. I am impatient. But okay. one of the things that I'm going to learn how to do before it gets to the time where I need to use this tool is learn how to be patient and listen with what they have to say because, like, I don't. Like one time my son said it'll be our little secret and it freaked me out so I watched so much fucking SVU it freaked me out so bad I said who said that to you? You're like what somebody told you it was your secret, secret little like, you know, like, Yo, like, I freaked out so bad and he was like whoa hold on me you're and like, my father trying to tell me Benson you're like yo what the fuck is going on with you nigga yeah like he was just like oh hold on nobody told me that no I was like somebody touched your private he's like what no and I was just like okay wait there's a better way to do this because I don't want to scare him into not telling me yo, so I really like down kids, I feel like kids automatically when you bring that up they feel like they're in trouble automatically like, what no yeah I, that wasn't me I didn't touch the computer actually I don't even know how to use a computer <laughs> like they, they're coming right. up with all kinds of shit I don't even know how to spell computer so like it wasn't me it was it definitely was you're like no 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 i just want to chat i always told my son that i'm like no it's fine we're just gonna talk i just want to talk to you about something and like we'll have a real life person to person discussion and like i give him that i feel like he has the right to say what he needs to or what he feels i, I shouldn't hold him back from that why because he's a boy i feel like that stigma is stupid his future wife will thank me for this shit i swear to god absolutely like i personally do not I don't encourage like my boys to do anything unboy like, but I don't put genders on things. Like if you want to watch a certain thing, sure. Am I gonna sit you in front of the TV and force you to watch a Disney princess movie? No. No, but if you stumble upon that shit, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna watch Sophia the first with you, nigga. Like, come on. Yeah, exactly. But if it comes on and you're interested and you want to watch it, then absolutely I will never tell you that you can't do something because you're a boy. Or you can't do something because you're it's for girls. Like, no, I'm not gonna gender my child in that way because like I always use this analogy and it all ties back to euphoria because we're talking about kids and what they're you know kept from when they're kept from being themselves but I always use this analogy and I, I know a lot of people still don't like George Bush but I don't know that a lot of people know that he's a great painter like he paints beautiful portraits on some Bob Ross shit because I didn't even know that 
Yeah, he he paints beautiful portraits. Wow. And to me, I always wonder, what if he was allowed to explore his talents more than being set up to be the next president? Like, what if he wasn't stifled and moved into a direction of how his parents wanted him to move? Who would he have been? Because he's such a likable old man right now. And the world hated him at one point. Yeah, so, we hated that motherfucker when he was in office. We were really coming off too many people's Medicaid. He was pissing off a lot of people. That's what was going on. So my thing is, it's just like, I feel like you never want to stifle your kid's creativity. And that creativity might be in the show that you think he shouldn't watch because it's for girls or you think she shouldn't watch because it's for boys. You never know what they're going to pick up and be great at. So like, I, I let my son watch Doc McSuffins when he was little because uh, it'll come on after Jason she's a and Pirates. Shout out to the Disney family out there. Um, she's but, a motherfucking doctor. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> she's black. She's beautiful. She's smart. She wants to, her family smart. You know, they work very hard. They have like a nice ass house. Like, why the fuck not? Like, she should be able to see that shit. Uh, that, that is a form of black excellence in the form. It's little Bill, nigga. It, it really is. It's little Bill for the kids. And like, you know, I just think that I think kids, I, I just don't want my son to be the son that walks into the grocery store in 15 years and sees his checkout person that has a beard and a full beat face of makeup and treat them like they're less than. So I am like, you know, I'm not going to gender my kid. Like I'm just going to let him be who he is and so that he can accept people for who they are. Like, yeah, because when they wipe that makeup off, they're a dope ass person underneath that. Or, you know what I'm saying? When they take those drag clothes off, amazing person underneath dude, does not change some, the heart. I don't. I can't even walk in heels, and these bitches be falling the. Hello, out please and, can we give a I shout out to so the drag queens out there walking so around with like six inches of life at the bottom of their feet, holding it together, Whoa, holding everything together, everything snatched, everything snatched. I, I look up to drag queens so envious. Like, if you brave enough to be on OnlyFans and get your money, bitch, I'm jealous because I have no talent that yeah, I want bro. to show off anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this close to stripping, but uh, my mom would cry, so I'm not going to do that. Like, like, yo, if I had ass that I didn't have to buy, we had this conversation. I was, yo, I'd have been, it'd have been, I'd have been Travis Portering at that time. Like, I wish that I could have been a stripper with ass during Travis Porter, Roscoe Dash days. Stop, you would have been floating in ducats right now. What are you talking about, nigga? Yo, I would, ha- I would have a rapper's baby. What are you talking, what are you talking 100%. about? 100%, she's like, on oh, God, I would be so oh, fuck fucking you mean. rich. Fuck you mean. Like, I would absolutely, nigga, as soon as I get to the fifth grade, I'm dropping on the cafeteria table, right in front of the janitor. I absolutely would have. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything, any other show that I watched that was really just like, holy fuck, when's it coming back? But I can't think of anything right now. Raising Dion is a good show. Have you seen it yet? I tried to watch it, but like, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It, it, it made me Dion cry. It looked like Alicia Keys. I had to get past that part because you know how I feel about Alicia Keys. See, I had to get it, past the part that she looked just like, like if, if they ever did a fucking bio, no she could do it she could fucking do it like she was just like this bitch it wasn't the mom that bothered me like i have a thing where like i'm not theatrically trained i have no idea what the fuck i'm talking about but i feel like i know when people can act and they can't 
and that kid gets on my nerves. I cannot take him seriously. Like, or the oh fact God, that he God. is supposed to have superpowers. Like, oh, really, Dion? Yeah, were you thinking that hard? Did you control it this time? Dion, stop it. Like, I can't. Stop it. That was the wind. Why are you lying? <laughs> like, cut it out. Cut it out. You no, need to squint a little harder in this that show. that show made me cry, that's for sure. He was doing some pretty crazy shit in the show, though. This kid's power was off the hook. Like, this nigga could fucking teleport and lift shit and control the weather like this man was you know it was a fucking walking circus this kid i know and like i just he has the best little powers and it's super duper cool but it was amazing i, just, I was like i envy this child i would have lost my way, powers and went right to school at the bullies like fuck you say about me like i think you hate alicia keys a little bit more than i do i feel like the way you feel about alicia keys i feel about angela bassett and that's where all of my Ooh, wait a minute start nah she killed it in coven though that was like the last thing of hers i think i saw but like she was amazing coven oh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i killed it what? I, I tolerated her, her in that Angela Bassett is the same person in every single movie. And I'm, you know what? It's I can't Juneteenth stand over shit. Hold on, give me one more minute. Give me one more minute. I'm not going to do this on Juneteenth. I'm going to wait one more minute <laughs> to talk my shit. Hold on. It's love of 59. <laughs> give her her fucking respect. That's like talking nah. about Dion Warwick right now. Like, we're just not going to do that. And I will do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> just you wait till midnight rolls around, miss. Just you wait, because I am buying time what, right What's now. that nigga from Holy Moly Donut Shop say? Freaks come out at night. That's you. What, what, what? Waiting till 12, nigga. Yes, I'm, is like that ball I'm waiting till midnight so that I am not being blackfully disrespectful T. to... I'm about to. I'm about to, because I'm about to change your life. I'm about to make you think real quick. Alright, what yeah, the no. fuck this is? Okay, here we go. It's midnight, hit that shit, hit that shit. I, I, I. So, Angela Bassett right. doesn't have range. She is literally the same character in every movie. It's the same cry in every movie. How the fuck does Malcolm X's wife cry just like Tina Turner? How does Tina Turner cry just like the bitch from jumping over the broom? I need some differentiation. I need some. I need some difference, bitch. You got me and fucking she, up. She words. was like, "I don't want you. I don't want you. I don't want you. I don't you no more. I don't bitch. want you no more." Yo, when she did that, I was like, she "The best thing she me. ever did was the polio limp." And that's playing. Y'all don't do that together. Listen, she's not a good actress. And I feel like there are so many other good black actresses and they use her for everything. Whitney was one of them. I feel like Whitney Whitney, Whitney was great. You know who else was great? Janet Hubert. She went a little batshit crazy after the Fresh Prince, but Janet Hubert, who played the first Aunt Viv, was really fucking dope. And I think that where she killed it with the dancing. Oh yeah, yo, I think she really could. She could have been in Black Panther. She could have been the Black Panther's mother. It didn't have to be Angela Bassett. Just because she would have been amazing. She would have been amazing. I'm gonna keep going on Angie's ass because her accents are not where it's at. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She was in the Biggie movie and I did not believe that she was Jamaican. She was in the fucking Wakanda movie and I just really wanted to leave Africa if she was going to be there. So I just... Oh no! Africa's wonderful! I'll say that! Listen, the Wakanda don't exist and I wanted it to go away Like if she had to be there any often. I was like, damn. 
Damn, Mbaku, this was your time. You could have killed yeah, him. Yeah, like, I wouldn't go it. there if I knew the way, nigga. I wouldn't go there if I knew. No, I'm, I'm kidding. Like, I don't, she gets on my nerves so bad because of the fact that I just feel like they pick her for everything. She has literally been in everything you could imagine. And I don't feel like she's been different in anything. And I've seen it all. I love waiting to exhale. 732. 732. Yeah. I, I remember the day when that motherfucker told me he was counting. 732. Like, Dad, you sound just like that bitch. Whoa, no, yo, y'all heard that? I know y'all heard that. I'm so glad this was on record. That was incredible. This is how much I have like watched things. First of all, what's love got to do with it is one of my favorite movies. I that love Tina dope. Turner. But I just wish, you know, it wasn't. I wish that she had rain. No, I she. I don't think anybody could have did it better at that time. But I just think that, you know, her range had gone further. Like, she could have been Black Meryl Streep at this time. And I don't think that she, you know... Took advantage of that? She didn't utilize Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. She lost me at Nam Yo Kyo. And then Exhibit Nam took it. It was like, bring that back. I was like, damn, Exhibit, why did you do that? That was actually my favorite part as a kid. Because I used to sit there with my fucking like Mardi Gras beads from Jordan, Jordan's Furniture and be like I'm so done with you <laughs> shout out to Jordan's Furniture and their fucking little yeah, rocket ball ice cream nigga and their five minute ride damn hell yeah you gotta pay $20 to get spit on with like <laughs> fake water and mom's rides and this shit ends in you're five like was that water was it tapped nobody knows was it? it was a little warm and thick I don't know Nobody knew. We just left a dark theater and didn't ask any questions. Then we got on the screen and the day was over. I don't know. I am rolling up an attempt to uh, end the night. And I feel like we should end the podcast rolling up all the time since we don't get to be with each other. I know. (laughs) But um, I have a question for you. I posed this question on Facebook and nobody had an answer. So I'm going to ask you. Okay. Okay. If Superman karate chops him in the throat, would it not hurt at all? Or would it hurt really bad because he's super strong? Wait, who's him? Superman. Like if Superman okay. put like karate chops himself in the throat, okay. would it hurt really bad because he's Superman? Or would it not hurt at all because he's Superman? Oh shit. Ooh, my nerd head just exploded. Bitch, now, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Now leave all the weaknesses out of it, right? Because his only Stop. weakness is kryptonite, right? But we've seen him get punched into a building. We know the nigga can take a punch. We don't know how bad it hurts or not. So if he punches himself, does it really hurt? What happened to that motherfucker when he lost Lois Lane? I don't know. I don't know, sis. I, I, I actually didn't see um, the Justice League movie because I saw it, it was really it was boring. Terrible. It was terrible. Yeah, it was bad. I love Ben Affleck, though. Like, I feel like the boss mm. naturally wants to love him. But, like, like yeah, I when love I saw him, Justice he's not League, Batman. when I literally saw him in Justice League as Batman, I was like, I wanted to love him, but I couldn't. It's kind of like when I saw Gronkowski and Tom Brady in the New Jerseys for the, for the Bucks. I almost threw up in my throat, right? And, like, who did, so now, who are you talking about? You didn't see Who has new jerseys? Dude, you didn't see Tom Brady in his new jersey for the new team? Who's that? Who's Tom Brady? 
Oh, we canceled him too? Okay, I didn't get the memo. So I didn't get the email. I'm sorry. I didn't know we was canceled. Listen, I didn't even listen. know he died. I'm sorry. Tom betrayed the family, and now the family can't deal with Tom no more. Like, he's a rat now. You don't get to that, leave. Yo, he's on Takashi. Like, I want Aaron Hernandez back, kind of. Like, just, just to... Just to ease the blow. I, I have my own thoughts about that and all the conspiracies and everything, Girl, but I try to. That shit, I, got my own I mean, we can definitely too. chat, but I try to like keep my opinion to myself because it's such a close to home like issue. Uh, like, no, I don't know like, who's going to see my Facebook and be offended. You know, I don't want to offend nobody's, like any of the victims' families or anything with my little conspiracy theories of that. But at the same time, like, I just, it doesn't add up. Nah, it really don't. Everything that happened, how they classified it, dude, stop playing with me. Stop playing. What the fuck really happened? What happened to Epstein? What happened to these niggas? What's going on? I know. I have no idea with that. But one thing I do know is that I'm pretty sure, like, I asked somebody about the Superman thing and he was like, I mean, he'd have to have like kryptonite on his fist. Bitch, I didn't say kill his cell. I said if if he punched his cell. That like, I'm not trying to end men, the men don't life. listen. Men don't fucking listen. Men, they, they don't, don't listen. My God. Context that was pure evidence of, of, of niggas not listening. Um, I don't know. I feel like it wouldn't. He'd be like, yo, it would be like Shazam when he was like, yo, shoot him in the face. You seen Shazam? Like, yes, Shazam was amazing. It that was, was one of the best DC movies ever. When that little nigga jumped out the roof and was like Shazam in the middle of the air and like got lightning <laughs> bolts and like he was like Shazam. I didn't mean to say that like Tyrone Bigum, but um, <laughs> no, but you said it exactly how he sounded. Like you're talking about the one that had like the the um the walking stick to help him, right? Yes, yes. When he said it, he was like Shazam. <laughs> he was so excited. Yo, I, I love that book. I had to get it all off the Blu-ray, because that movie was kind of lit. The no, movie was like, so don't get it. But the kid in me was like, nigga, get that shit. Dog. You enjoy your life, okay? I be telling yeah, you that shit was time. good. It's for me, okay? Uh, but this was like, um, I anybody who listens to this, I really appreciate you if you made it this far, because we really just rambled on tonight. We didn't have much direction, but this is our first show, and I fun. really think we did a good job. It was great. I had fun. Pat's on the back. Pat's on the back. I think we did fantastic. Pat's on the back. Guys. I'm so happy we got to touch on the topics we did. I shook my fro just for you. No. I love when people make their fro just for me. It never happens. That's some, like the most Juneteenth gift that <laughs> ever happened. <laughs> no, but I'm really... I think that we have a lot to chit-chat about and that we should try and do this every week and hopefully if we get some audience you guys can leave us some voice notes and let us know what you want us to talk about let us know what you want us to rehash if we've already talked about something all right real or, quick, are and, any topics off limits though do we get to tell them that um i don't think any topics should be off limits because everybody gets to have their opinion you know it's just whether we give a fuck, but <laughs> your opinion counts or not, okay? Right. At the same time, like I think it opens a discussion because, like I said, if I feel like you're willing to learn, I will have a discussion about some shit that I said. If you're willing to educate me, I'll have a discussion about some shit that I said. But no. if you're just gonna try and like not see my point or berate me or like I can read you all day, we can do that too. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we can be a really fun show. shows, nigga. I know how to do it. 
<laughs> but no, well, I think we should. I feel um, like I, we're going to talk about a bunch get, of different things, and I can't wait to do that because I feel like there's a lot of things that need to be said. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm really interested in, you know, diving in on a few different topics and what your thoughts are because we're not always going to agree on everything. And I think it's cool to enlighten each other. So I'm Real. excited. As long as I can be educated, I'm cool with that. Absolutely. I'm so happy that you joined me. I didn't really think that I'd be able to pull this off again. But no, you got yeah. this. This was awesome. I love this. Thanks this for having me. Awesome. Oh, well, I'll see you later, Angie. <laughs> Bye, boo. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> you guys late. Well, I, we won't see you at all. We'll hear you guys later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.